Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. You know, I'd, I'd be ashamed of myself if, if I was a preacher, and, and I couldn't honestly tell you, you know what, we have the Word of God. If I had to cast doubt, or if I had to just to kind of take a stab at it and think, well, I hope we had, no, I'd be ashamed of myself. I'm glad we have a perfect book. I'm glad we have the Word of God that's been preserved for us, inspired, it's kept, it's here, and I can hold it in my hands, and I'm glad I can share it with you. No matter where you are today, I'll tell you this, the Bible has your answer, the Bible has the, the the way to meet that need and what you need today God will get it from his word put it on your heart and I'm praying today God will take his word and apply it to your life in a very personal very powerful and very obvious kind of a way and wherever you are you might be in another country than me you might be in another time zone. You might be uh, in another age bracket, another situation. You might be going through something I've never faced and vice versa. But aren't you glad the Word of God applies to us all? And God knows by the Holy Spirit how to just tailor make what I say from the Scripture here. He'll be able to take that and apply it to your life. And I promise you, it'll be something that God will use if you'll allow Him to. Now, we've been studying in the book of 1 Peter. If you've missed any of these broadcasts, of course, you can find us. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts. You can go to wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and just type in Striving for Revival, and you might type my name in there with it. I don't know if that matters or not, but if it does, do it, and you'll be able to find these archived broadcasts. You can go back and listen. That way you're up to date and on the same page, and we've gone verse by verse from Galatians down to First Peter, and I don't want you to miss a one, so you can go back and listen to those and thank, uh, thank the media team around here for doing all that hard work, and if you want to send them a note saying thank you, that'd be a blessing to them as well. I'm glad you're tuned in. Whatever station it is you're listening on, whether it's KNVBC or one of our uh, affiliates out there that carries our broadcast, you got to write in every once in a while. Just thank them for good, godly Christian programming and encourage them as they continue on getting the gospel around the world. Today we're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 13. The reason we begin here is it's another transition in thought. Paul, or sorry, Peter has been writing and very doctrinal, if you will, in the first 12 verses of 1 Peter. He writes about uh, election. He writes about sanctification. He writes about salvation. He writes about uh, the trying of our faith. He writes about uh, these different aspects of Christian doctrine. He writes about the resurrection. We could go on and on and on. And he talks about. Uh, the uh, the uh, a little bit touches on the sufferings that will endure as Christians and the suffering of Christ. But now as we come to verse number 13, Peter begins to transition, and he writes to us and gives us some imperatives for the Christian life. These things that he writes in this chapter, the remaining parts, and then chapter number 2 as well, much of it, are things that we must do, things that we need to do if we're going to live a healthy, successful, abundant life. Christian life. I don't know about you, but I do know about me. I desire that kind of Christian life. I don't want to live 
a weak Christian life. I don't want to live a worldly life. And I struggle in the flesh just like you do. But I tell you what I want, a victorious, winning side Christian life. And if I'm going to have that, I need to apply what Peter's going to give us here in these several following verses. Now, the first word of verse 13 says, wherefore. What that says to me and what it ought to say to you is that means look back. What he's written before motivates us to do what he's writing now. Wherefore, look back and see what he's written about. He's written about salvation, sanctification, the Holy Spirit, resurrection, all these things that we talked about. And because of these truths, we're living in a world of suffering. Because of these truths, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, the rest of the book presents instruction and admonition about day-to-day Christian living. The motive of living the right kind of life is based upon the privilege and position we have in Christ after being saved. So in this chapter and chapter 2, Peter's setting forth a list of what I said were imperatives. They're commands. They're orders. They're instructions for us as Christians in how we should live our Christian life. Now, let's look at some of these today. The first one is, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Now, I said that word wherefore means in light of what has been presented so far. Gird up the loins of your mind. Now, that phrase gird up might not be as readily uh, available to the comprehension for us today as it would have been those that Peter wrote to as he penned this under inspiration of God. But what he's saying is gird up, it's a reference to the cultural dress of his day. Most men in Bible times wore some sort of a robe or a tunic. They did not wear what we would call slacks or trousers or pants in the sense that we think of it today. They'd wear a robe over themselves, a tunic over themselves. You can see it in the Sunday school uh, coloring pages that your children bring home, and you see it in the different depictions. Maybe you've seen a movie from that time period, and that was sort of how they would have dressed. Most men wore a robe. So when it was time to get out there and go to work, If they were going to work in the field, then they would gird up their loins. They would tie up that robe around their legs. They would hitch up their garment, and they would secure it about the waist with a belt. So to gird up the loins, that means to hike up that robe a little bit, to secure it, to be ready for action to be ready for work, whether that means plowing in the field or sowing seed or doing some work uh, around the property. Or... Another time when they would gird up the loins would be when they were going into battle. So work and warfare. So the very phrase here, gird up the loins, tells us we're getting ready for a charge to work. We're getting ready for a charge to warfare. He says, gird up the loins of, now watch what he says, your mind. What he's saying is mentally prepare for the battle ahead. Mentally prepare sorry, for the work that lies ahead. Get serious, get focused, concentrate on the business at hand. He's saying, prepare your mind. Now, much of the Christian life is won or lost in the mind. You don't win or lose your Christianity. Now, I'm not talking about losing your salvation. I'm talking about losing your testimony, losing uh, your victory in that day. I'm talking about you, don't, you win or lose every day in the mind. The battlefield is not necessarily the world around you, but it is the uh, the battle that goes on with the worldliness and the spirit life within you. There's a new man, an old man, and those two are in constant odds with each other every single day. So he's saying, gird up your minds. It's sort of like Paul wrote, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ 
Jesus. Think on these things, whatever things are pure, and the Bible talks about these things over and over again. So he said, ready your mind for the Christian life. Ready your mind to live a holy life. Ready your mind to win the battle over the flesh. Ready the mind to be a soul winner. Gird up the loins of your mind. And the next thing is be sober. Be sober. Now, that's not talking about don't give yourself over to drink. That's clearly commanded all through the Bible, though. No Christian ought to touch alcohol. No matter whether you sip it or chug it, you ought to abstain from alcohol. You say, well, I don't see a problem with it. Well, you better read your Bible. It'll show you the problem with it. Amen. (laughs) Anyway, be sober. What does that mean, be sober? That means be serious. Be serious. Not talking about not being intoxicated, but it's talking about being disciplined in your mind. Walk with what we call circumspection. Watch where your foot is falling. Watch what your words are. Uh, Control your attitude, your actions, your whereabouts, your awareness. Be sober. All right. So here's the battle. The battle's in the mind. What kind of a mind should you have? A sober mind. All right. Be sober. Be alert. Be discreet. And now the next phrase says, and hope for the end. We could paraphrase and say, just trust in the grace of God that uh, Jesus is coming soon. The word hope is the same as that word trust. Let your mind be focused. Let your mind be disciplined. Learn to live a circumspect kind of a life. And here's your motivation because one of these days, Jesus is coming. Now, the Bible refers to it as the revelation of Jesus Christ. We're talking about when Jesus comes again, when the Lord returns, and he is coming again. And that's why you and I ought to control ourselves. We need to battle with our mind every single day. There's a carnal mind, but to be carnally minded is death. The carnal mind is enmity with God. There's a new man inside of you. If you're saved, you're a new creature in Christ. Here's what you do every day. Submit to the Holy Spirit. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Don't follow after the flesh. Follow after the fullness of the Holy Spirit of God. Be sober. That means keep yourself under control. That means have some sense about yourself. That means be disciplined. Uh, That means to be uh, uh, um, circumspect in how you live your life. Don't lose the battle in your mind. Right now, you might need to pull your mind back in subjection. Paul said, I keep under my body. That means I beat it down. I make it comply, if you will, to the spiritual man. Today, I want to ask you something. Are you girding up the loins of your mind? Are you ready for the work? Are you ready for the warfare? Are you watching for the soon return of Jesus Christ? Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.